Do you ever feel like nobody is listening to you in sporting life? Do you watch a team play and think that you could do it better, or that you could manage it better? Do you sit at home and wonder what the people in charge are actually doing? If you can relate to any of these feelings, then stop right there and celebrate, because you've found the perfect outlet to share your opinions and views, the Football Ranter Podcast. You Southern Shandy drinkers can get fucked as the North rules the Premier League. Go on, tell me otherwise and the Astrid Bird best stick to OnlyFans as she knows jack about football. Is this how you feel about football? Do you love the North, but hate the South? Is Klopp an idiot? Would you drop kick pep? Do you dream of having hair like Arteta? Do West Ham fans remind you of orcs? Does Harry Kane spit a lot? Is the MLS a home for has-beens? If so then Football Ranter is your home. Listen up, this damn podcast ain't for the faint-hearted. We're talking mature themes and adult content here, so don't come crying to us if it offends your delicate sensibilities. Consider this your only warning. Happy New Year! Welcome back to Football Ranter Podcast and welcome to 2024. Happy New Year to my gentleman joining me, El Chapo. Happy New Year. How was oh, your Christmas? Happy, oh, mate. Come on. My head still hurts from the Christmas show. My head, seriously, I have, I have destroyed brain cells. I am so pleased to be back. Uh, back with my amazing uh, cohort here that we have. Do you like that new word? New word for 2024 is cohort. That's what we're doing. Cohort. So happy like New it. Year to you. Happy New Year to, to Q and Bomb and... Everybody else, just just an amazingly happy 2024. 2023 can kiss my ass. That's what I'm saying, big man. Nice to hear. Dr. Q, happy new year. How are you doing, sir? How was your festive season? Yeah, it's all right. Fantastic. I'd expect nothing less and nothing more. It's wonderful. So um it's been a it's been a while. We've had a, a little hiatus. I think it's been about three weeks since um the Christmas special, um, where we probably recorded about four hours worth, but it got edited to about an hour and a half, I think, in the end. Um, But there was more. Um, I think there was some convenient editing, don't you, Chapo, in regards to um, certain parts of the show? I I think genuinely um, it was edited in such a way as to save our modesty. Um, That's the the only thing I'm prepared to say. I apologise to everybody because it got totally and utterly out of hand. It started off in a very positive way. And just as we expected, I think after the Cornish pasties, it went downhill from there. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I'm really gutted because one, we missed the singing. The the singing didn't get edited. And I thought the beautiful cue playing on the, um, I'll say the piano, but it wasn't. It was like a Tommy... (laughs) like organ or whatever uh we missed um we, we did sing stay another day which was um probably quite a good thing that it didn't actually make the cut i wish um i thought you thing. didn't stay another day because i don't think my liver would have actually taken that and i think q was actually playing no like q was playing the keyboard like it was somebody's life support system if i'm honest with you <laughs> but also i'm very gutted because i won the quiz overall and we missed that part completely i don't remember so that. after the three quizzes I was announced like the, the ultimate champion, obviously, I, and then you all bowed down to me. I, I don't remember. I remember got, winning got the quizzes. I remember winning the quizzes. Oh, you remember drinking the shots from losing the quizzes? Okay, that was it. I was uh, yes, I, was, I think I was. And, and by the way, everybody that listening that are out there, for those um, we do not in any way uh, condone excessive drinking. Um, we were just lab rats. But it's bloody good fun. It was just a Q experiment. That's what it was. It was just a Q experiment that went badly, badly wrong, I think. So the te- I'm waiting for the test there. Yeah. Well, anyway, we had fun, though. It was a good day. We had fun. Um, we did have guests on the day, but they just didn't want to get involved, did they? But, no, um, no. We'll, we'll, we'll work on that. We'll work on that. Yeah, roast beef. But, I mean, um, interesting. It's... So we're gonna... roast... <laughs> I'm going to have to speak to her about that. Yeah, you've got to have a word. 
But it's been um, it's been a, a, a short three weeks, but it's been a long time in the football world. Um, and there's lots of stuff that's happened between, you know, the, the I can't remember, 15th of December and what are we now, the, the third day in, in 2024. So there's been a lot happening. So obviously tonight, a bit of a recap show. We're going to talk about stuff that's happened over the past few weeks. Um, we've got a few funnies, uh, got a few interesting stories, and we've got a few, I think, hot topics to, to sort of discuss as well. So we'll see if we get time for it all. So um, if I may, though, before we go any further, I've got a couple of shout-outs, and I believe you do too, Chapo. So uh, if it's all right with you, Dr. Q, can we start with some shout-outs tonight? Go ahead. Thank you very much. Um been in uh, quite a lot of people have been in touch actually uh by uh tiktok x um you know during the, the christmas and, and new year break there's been a lot of new listeners as well who have found the show during that period who have been sending in some some really good comments so um i think they i don't think they made it as far as the christmas special which is quite a good thing yeah um but anyway we have got some some new subscribers so a couple of people i just wanted to shout out who i've been talking to on the socials um We've got Ray Ray Official, um, who is an Arsenal fan, who found our show um, and sent in some direct messages saying he really enjoyed the listen, um, says we're doing a good job. Um, we were talking about some subjects as well that he is quite interested in as well. And we would like to get Ray Ray Official on the show um, over the next couple of weeks. So do keep an eye out for that. But anyway, Ray Ray, we're, we're really happy to have you on board. Thanks for the kind comments. And we'll definitely be talking more in the future. Uh, also want to give a shout out to Bella Mia UK. Um, now we have talked about Bella a couple of times on the show. So Bella is the Arsenal fan who, in the summer, I'll say, not recently, was um, covering her body with, with body paint in the, in the Arsenal kit. Uh, outside of the Emirates. We have talked about her a couple of times, um, but she's also been in touch and, and, and is engaged with a couple of the posts. So I just wanted to give her a shout out. We love your work, Bella. Um, and again, we, we love to, we'd love to have you on board and, and hear about what it is you do. Um, we just, just a quick one. We've we got a bit of a delay here. Hang on, just yeah, a little bit of delay there, but just a quick one that actually we were talking about a bit early before it is, is we're, we're quite welcome to join her actually. I'm, I'm feeling that, you know, we should all be body painted up, you know, to show our support for Bella. I just want to say we didn't discuss we. Me and Q were quite definite when we said no. Um, so when we when Chapo means we, he actually means him. I'm, is that right, Q? Well, yeah, I'm fucking doing it. Yeah, I just think your sense of adventure, gentlemen. This is 2024. It's a new year. It's a new start. The podcast is moving forward in so many different directions. We have an opportunity to body paint ourselves and stand outside the stadium. Come on, why wouldn't you want to do that? But we're doing any stadium. I don't give a shit. Like, you know, it's not. This is not an Arsenal podcast, right? Any way you want, we'll go and do it. Body painting. Q as well. Don't mind. My only concern would be that we'd make sure we don't do it when it's raining because that could cause proper issues yeah that 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 would be a big my concern problem. would be being seen by people and their families <laughs> yeah the, well there is that there is that but but you know look there is that as long as as long as you don't prod us with a stick then we should be all right can't promise anything can't promise anything or anything i don't want to be prodded with anything <laughs> probed that <ain't> it. <laughs> repeatedly probed by fans I, I wasn't going to mention callum tonight <laughs> um, anyway <laughs> Anyway, we move on. Uh, last shout out, just very, very quickly, I wanted to give was um, to a guy who's on X who goes under the name London Shrimper. Um, Love that. At London Shrimper. By his own admission, he's a long suffering supporter of Southend United against his better judgment. Um, he's kindly got in touch. Um, again, he DM'd us over the holidays. Uh, he found our podcast because obviously we've mentioned Southend a couple of times. We tagged them in. Uh, he's really enjoying what we're doing. Um, we're having discussions about a couple of other means that I can't talk about at the moment. Oh. But let's just say Avon might have got a bit of an exclusive, um, as you two know. But I can't talk about it yet. But just just point this out. It's the 3rd of January today. I've known about it a couple of days. We'll tell you next week when it all gets announced. Anyway, London Shrimper, 
get in touch, keep in touch, keep listening. It's great to have you on board. Um, Chap, I think you've got some shout-outs as well that you I want d- to I do, about. but I just want to say to London Shrimper, may your paste always be pink, my friend. May it always be pink and smell of fish. Um, yeah, so I've got a massive shout-out to my Row 16 um, my row 16 buddy so so it, it, it's it's the quintessential miserable old men that that were, well miserable man actually in me and the rest of them actually pretty okay is where we sit at the emirates and we had our um christmas do let's just say that was at the brighton game so we decided to have a bit of a christmas do um we ended up in the um i think it's the cock half in or something like that or the ancient old cock or something like that the cock tavern the cock tavern yeah i like the cock cock half in personally but um another and i've got to say the cock tavern book of tables absolutely brilliant absolutely brilliant there really really good place to be lots of um sorry i've got a little bit of indigestion um lots and lots and lots of um tv screens you know, book a table, really book a table. It's really worth doing. It's really, really good. But we ended up drinking about nine pints between us, and we had about 16 rounds of shots. So I just kind of almost remember there's a theme going on here, isn't there? Um, I almost remember getting home somehow. And Roadman, who uh, made a guest appearance, he spent a lot of the time in the toilet. So I uh, wanted, wanted to put a big shout out to the Row 16 boys, especially Calculators Steve. He's um, telling us some very, very good stories. So Calculators Mad Mike was there. Thank you for um, actually booking the table. And of course, um, we had, we've got a new list. We've got a new listener, by the way, who is, uh, we call him Snackman. So it's our, our mate Soup, who's um, basically has, you know, remember the Arsene Wenger, big, long padded jacket things? You remember those? Yep. How can you forget that? Well, you know, you know yeah, yeah, he's got like a padded jacket, but he must have about 500 pockets in there because literally carries his body weight in snacks. So there's always a jelly baby to be had, a wine gum, something like that. He's always, he's, and I think he's probably diabetic, if I'm honest with you. So, um, so Snackman was there. We had, we had a little bit of a get together. We must all get the whole team together. I, I think we must get the podcast team together. So, so yeah, I wanted to, big shout out, especially to um, Calculator Steve, um, who did turn around and say to me, he went, do you call me calculators, Steve? And I went, yeah, basically. He works in finance, so I felt it was, it was going. So that's a big shout-out to them. Obviously, Roast Beef, I want to say hello to her. Um, so she's heading her way back. And and that's it from a shout-out perspective. Had some very, very positive feedback from a lot of people. It's really great to see, actually. I was just thinking that, um, basically, you were just obviously alluding to the fact that we'd done a lot of drinking before um, Christmas and I, here's me just reaching for a glass of wine. Yeah, uh, may, so may that never stop. Christmas is not over. May that never stop. And hang I'm still on the. I'm still on the Christmas drink. I'm still on the um, the merry Malbec. Oh. Which is a festive Malbec, apparently. In fact, I don't know what makes it festive, Q, Q, but it is. Q came back the other day. He came around the other day to see me, see how I was, with and thank you very much, Q, because I've I've actually had an operation over Christmas. Um, so my breast enlargement has been perfect. I'd like to say. And uh, they look, they look amazing. Yeah, yeah, if that's why I want to paint them, I just want to paint them and stand outside somewhere or the other. Um, and Q basically, uh, he finished off the last of the Excalibur. I think you had the last Excalibur, didn't you? That was there, Excelsior, Excelsior, whatever it was, Excalibur, yeah. Excelsior. He managed to finish the last one, and it brought back some really horrible memories of the Christmas day. Um, I mean, it's a surprise that they were left then. Oh, Jesus, yeah. So there we go. Um, the other, the other one, of course, is ladies and gentlemen. Remember, this is an over 18s Um, I'm going to kind of stop doing it because I'm going to stop doing this. You all know. Um, we, yeah, this is mature content. It's adult content. We will discuss things that you might find offensive. If you do, please email in. You've got all our contact details, and I will rip the living shit out of you. So, without further ado, let's crack on. So. Gentlemen, there's been two, I think, real major talking points that have happened that I think we could probably talk about in a bit more detail over since our last show. One was the revamped Champions League format that was officially, it's been muted for a long while, but I think it was actually announced um, on the day of our podcast, but we were too busy getting drunk to, to realise. And obviously since then, there's been the ruling that the Super League wasn't illegal and the very next day the revamped super league was announced so there's a lot to unpack there where would you like to start uh would you like to start with 
how UEFA presented the new Champions League, which will be from 24-25. And then we could potentially discuss how the Super League is proposed to look and see what we like. Q, how would you want to do this? I'm going to, I'm going to give you the option. Um, start, start with a revised Champions League because I don't know a lot about this. Um, okay. So well, give you, kick yourself by explaining well, I have it. complete So I will do just that. Um, if, purely for Q, but if anyone else is interested, here it is. So UEFA have confirmed the new Champions League format, which is running from the season 24-25. Basically, it's 36 teams total included, up from 32. Group stages are replaced by one big league table. That's one big league table of 36. I know, your face already. This is why potentially the news of the new Super League is not such a bad thing. Anyway, group stages are replaced by one big league table. Bear with me. Each team plays 10 games in the first phase, five home games, five away, and they will be drawn randomly. Okay, who they're going to be playing. There's That will bring, just in that group phase alone, will be 100 additional games to what is currently there. The top eight sides in the league phase will qualify automatically for the knockout stage. That's top eight out of 36. The teams finishing ninth to 24th will compete in a two-legged playoff to, to, to secure their path to the last 16. And then it'll be the normal from the last 16, home and away, knockout, all the way through to the final. Thoughts, gentlemen? Well, it's just exceeding the games, isn't it? That's, that's, that's... Yeah, but you remember they tried that a few years ago when they put the two groups, do you remember they had the group, group and then they went out to another group? Yeah. Which was awful. With your, with yeah, too but, much. but this is making it so everyone plays it's everyone. A, no, it's not everyone it's plays not everyone. Draw, though. You've effectively got the draw, so you've got a league. You're, you're creating a Super League. Yeah. They're creating a fucking new Super League. No? Oh. You're not playing everyone. This is the point, though. You've got 36 teams, but you're only going to play 10, 10 games in that first phase. So even though there's another 35 teams, you're only going to play nine of them. Right? Or 10 of them. Sorry, you're only going to play ten of those, and they get drawn. So you know you could you could be in the same league yeah. as Real Madrid, but you might not play them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, so so all all they're doing is lump. So yeah. Obviously, if you were playing if you were playing all the teams home and away, that's seventy games. <laughs> no, no, I I, I I get that. Impossible. I get that. So so all they're doing is they're saying right, okay, there are there are no leagues. It's just one great big pool. So we're gonna have one great big pool of everybody yep. in it. Let me just get a bent um that thing where they, they go and choose the balls out of whatever they get the balls out of each other. Um and then they then you've got a list of who you're gonna be playing and Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's a I mean the first thing that came to mind for me was sounds like a bit of a mess, to be yeah. quite honest. Um I still prefer the old European Cup days when it was just champions of Europe. Started a knockout stage from the very beginning, and that was it. Um, I understand that things had to evolve a bit. Like we said, they tried it with the two group stages a while back. That didn't work, so they reverted back to type. Why they think this would potentially work, I don't know. The only thing I can think the way, of is... The they... way it originally started, the, the Euro, like Champions League format, was that it was knockout stages up until the last um, eight teams. And then there was two groups and of then four, it went. and then the two winners That's of right. those groups went to the yeah. final. That's the original format. The only reason why they changed it to, to group format like that anyway was because when they were doing the draws, they were ending up with things like, I think it was 89, where Real Madrid and AC Milan drew each other, and Milan knocked Madrid out in the first round. So you lost one of the teams that were supposedly... Yeah, you lost one of the big teams, and that's what they didn't want. They wanted the big teams to wait until the end. Yeah, I mean, me personally, I I, I prefer knockout phases, but then, I mean, obviously... I, I do too. In terms of television, that doesn't work in the it's same like, manner. It just fucking makes no sense. It's just it's just a big, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a big ballot, basically. We just all go into a pot and see what comes out the other end. So what stops you getting a Madrid-Barcelona? You know, you know, and and hot balls, yeah, hot well, balls. exactly. Yeah, the vibrating, <laughs> ball. yeah, the vibrating balls. So, so okay, so so basically, there's the. They'll see it, won't they? 
Sorry? Sorry? No, they won't. They'll seed it. They're not talking about seeding it. The whole point is that it'll be a... I know they're not talking about that, but... but That's what they'll do, yeah. Yeah, it's... it's, Okay. But that doesn't solve it at all, does it? That doesn't solve it. No, but this brings us on to the next bit, actually. And this actually brings us on to something that I think might be skullduggery of the deepest order, which is this... Okay, so we've got the European Super League, right? Now, as far as we're concerned, European Super League fans stand out against European Super League. We don't want this, blah, 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 whatever. If we, if we get given it, we'll fucking watch it. That's that's how it is. Um, it, all right, it's easier for me to say that because it doesn't affect my club as directly as what it may affect people that support bigger clubs. But by the same measure, I think there's something deeper at hand here. Is there a chance? Is there a chance that UEFA and the people putting this forward are actually possibly hand in hand? A twenty two, A twenty two are the ones that are brought in the new revamp. So before we go any further, shall I now read out the revamped Super League stuff? Because for me, there's some comparisons with them. Yeah, so let's just recap on this because I think there's a lot of comparisons between the new Champions League format and this. So anyway, revamped European Super League format um, was brought up by the A22's presentation anyway. They are proposing, this is still proposal, whereas the Champions League has been finalised that it's starting from this next season, sorry. So the proposal is the Men's Super League would be 64-team competition split into three leagues, the Star, Gold and Blue Leagues. The Star and the Gold Leagues will feature 16 teams split into two groups of eight, and the Blue League will feature 32 teams split into four groups of eight. All teams will play home and away in the league system, 14 matches each. So that's more, that's four more, 14 matches each compared to 10 matches each in the new Champions League format. Oh my God. So this is where it gets, I know, but then this part is where it literally replicates. Honestly, this is like trying to listen. This is like trying to listen to someone <laughs> talking about. So, like, it just ends. You end up getting that newborn baby head thing going on where you just can't stay awake. You're like, you're really trying. You're like, oh, I, oh, I want to know what's happening, but this is fucking insane. But then the next bit is literally just like what the Champions League have done. So. The top eight teams in each of the leagues will then play a knockout competition comprising two leg quarter and semi-finals and a one-off final and neutral venue. There will be promotion and relegation between the leagues. 20 teams will qualify for the Blue League each season, which is the bottom league, um, based on domestic performances, though they have not determined how that will be worked out yet. So, for me... It's pretty much the same thing as the new Champions League, but with more teams having a chance to get with the promotion in that, slightly more games. But when it comes down to the crux of it, it comes down to the final eight, you know, just quarterfinals, a, just, just through. a quick one on that. And I don't know, you probably haven't got the details down, but what, what, what's the deal from a, from a team perspective? Let's say, for instance, you, you, we've got a 25-man squad now. Whereas twenty four or twenty five man squad that that, that we have, uh, uh, can this be a totally different team? And it's going to lead me, and I think you know where this is going to lead me in a sec. Uh, is it going to be a totally different team for the Super League, or uh, what? 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 what... Well, they're talking about the Super League being a, like at the moment, it'll be a midweek. It wouldn't affect the the the, the normal domestic football. It'll be a midweek uh, league that goes on throughout the season. So similar to what you have in Europe at the moment, you know. Um, but they're saying that a team can't be in the Champions League, let's say, and the Super League. They have to pick one or the other. Like, they can still go and play in their domestics if they see fit, whether the domestic people want them in the league or not is a different thing. But they can still do that. It's just an extra tournament. I mean, I think going back, what, three years ago now, or 2020, was when the original Super League idea, I think once that genie was out of the bottle, it was always going to happen. And I still think in one way or another, it is going to happen. And, and no matter is how it, many clubs have... Is, is it going to be global? No, it's... Europe. Europe, it, it, well, this is the next thing, right? Because they've not actually said 
beforehand it was the European Super League. Okay, now they've not. I don't think specified what it is, and I think it's potentially leaving it open for someone like the Saudis to be involved. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it's and oil money. That's it's the it's the oil clubs coming in, isn't it? Because hence the you know like they're buying up everybody left, right, and centre and playing stupid paying ridiculous amounts of money for, for, for these players. Um, and, I, and I think it sets a quite a scary precedence. Well, no, actually, does it? Is it, is, it, is it one of these ones where you'll see in the local football federations, you know, like the, the, the FA and the Premier League and people like that starting to lose control of football um, for it to go with these. And, and don't forget, these people that run our clubs are ruthless individuals. They're not nice people. So everybody thinks, you know, again, take our club, for instance. Oh, it's the Cronkies. They're lovely. They're not. They're, they're genuinely not nice people. These billionaires are not nice people. Oh, they're businessmen. They're businessmen. Yeah. So I'm going to give you an example, actually, on Cronky. Real good one. Because as um, Q and I were talking about this, and you, by the way, and I, and I know uh, I'll say it, that you can go out and, and, and have a look at this. They're part. Uh, so his missus, uh, Cronky's missus, Gronky isn't the one with the money. It's his, his, his missus. She's the Walmart. She's Walmart. Yeah. Did you did you know that Walmart? What they did is they did the actuaries went through and did a life expectancy check on all of their staff, right? And they actually did all the demographics. They looked at the um, staff. They looked at where they fit, you know, and what their life expectancy was, but due to their habits and, and what they did, and they took life insurance out against all of them, wow. against their own fucking workers. This is the level of shit they have control of. <laughs> and then drove them to the ground. Yeah. It wasn't a... <laughs> they worked them to the bone. Well, quite, well yeah, but well, basically it's what they did. And then Congress actually turned around and said, guys, guys, this is actually like immoral, number one, and, and we're going to make it illegal so you can't do it, right? So this is the type of people that we have running our... I was about to say, immoral isn't illegal, is no, it? No, no. Well, they said it's, it's immoral. And then they turned around and said, now it's illegal. Yeah, now it's illegal. And that's like... It's like having the gambling code you know that yeah the code of responsibility that everybody has to kind of work to but kind of don't give a shit you know as we get bombarded with gambling stuff and so when i look at this i look at this super league type thing and, and uh, quite a few of the premiership clubs have actually turned around and said no they don't want it um i just think it opens up to the well the, they all have haven't they they all have because they don't want the backlash like they got last time but but does, does it does it mean the likes of like plymouth argyle no disrespect well a lot of disrespect to plymouth argyle actually um, so completely far gone, but the hands up. I said, Yeah, we'll have some of that fucking Super League, we'll be in that, but it's in the blue, whatever, or we'll, we'll fucking go for that. What is the, what is it the way I see it, right? Is they've all no, it's not, it's not gonna work like that. They're gonna play, they're gonna play on fans' opinion. What it sounds like right now is that fans are going, No, we don't want a Super League, but as we spoke about the other day, if they say assembled a Super League, didn't invite Manchester United, exactly. I'm just picking that off the top of my head. Our Man United fans can turn around and go, well, why aren't we invited? Yeah, yeah. The way, the way I see it with this, right, is the fact that because of the backlash that they had three, four years ago, none of the clubs want to go through that bad press again. Hmm. So already they've made it all very clear not, that we don't want it. We're becoming very um, little Islander-centric about this, as if it really matters. Right, it's not our set of islands that this matters to this is for the lot this is for the likes of inter milan who basically nearly went bankrupt and had to sell anana and one of their other best players to make sure they didn't go bankrupt this is the team that was in the champions league final last year listen listen mm-hmm. listen right they didn't fucking sell anana because they needed the money they settled Anana laughing their heads off as they handed that that guy over like I'm telling you now, no, that, but, that was but, that was but, just. But, but, but seriously, goals, last last cha- last Champions League finalists have had to sell players yeah. to stay afloat, whilst Brighton and Nottingham Forest spend three hundred million. Yeah, but but yeah. that and hang on, financial prudence. Yeah, so financial prudence and and, and sport and everything else. And that, they've never gone together, you know, and no, that's why financial fair play. Quick question. Their way of tipping the scales. Hang on. Like, the Premier League no, is hang, the best product on. in the there's, world, there's... but they they need to find what is it. it? What well, it is in terms of, of financially. Barcelona, Real Madrid, but and the teams in Italy, they need to catch up somehow, and this is the only way they're going to do it. Yeah. 
this but is it, how I agree with but that. It's, but it goes back to what we said. There's a choice. You either go UEFA, so you can go, and all the corruption and everything else that we've seen that sits within there, or you can go to the new Super League. You make the choice. Yeah, so if the Man United fans turn around and say, no, why haven't we been invited? It's because your team has chosen to keep the stick with UEFA. And I'm not saying that, that, that the Man United are bent or anything like that. I'm not saying that. Well, we've seen corruption in FIFA and everything else um, that goes on, and we talked about this. But I, I think what you've got is a VHS Betamax kind of... And for those of you that are, you know, too, don't even fucking know... I missed the Betamax. There's nothing wrong with the top loading. No, no, no. Betamax, actually, quality-wise, was a lot better than VHS, but it was just strangled. and Again, let's not go into that. Anyway, but but what you have is you have one of these battles, Apple Android, yeah? Those those types of things going on. It's either you're going to stick with your wafer or you're, you're going to go in for the new Super League. I genuinely believe, though, what you say, Q, is absolutely right, is that it's for someone like the Saudi leagues, the oil money, to actually come in and actually, you know, have a footprint into a, um, a specific um, sort of... Uh, a, 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 a spe- Sorry, I'm having a bit of a meltdown. A specific yeah. program, a specific club uh, cup competition, yeah. right? That actually is, is quite is quite prestigious, and I think it'll become quite prestigious. The thing, the thing that that the Champions League will miss out on is the sheer wealth, because you are not going up against a football team when you come to the Saudi clubs. You're going up against some of the richest nations in the world. That is what will be the difference, and that is why the Super League, I believe. Well, this is the thing, right? And I agree as well, because the way I see it is the where I was trying to get at earlier is all these clubs are distancing themselves now. But you know, once this A22 group get their act together and when they come up with the formalities and they start inviting people and they tell them the money that's going to be an offer. And like you just said, Chapo, the owners of the big clubs are all businessmen. Yeah. Like they can distance themselves now. But you know, when the when the money goes to the doorstep, say, look, you're in the Champions League now. Great. But if you come with us, you'll go straight into the gold league or whatever it is, and you'll be guaranteed X amount of millions unless you get relegated. Like, what do you want to do? They're going to go where the money is. Like, this, like anyone who thinks any differently, any other football fan who thinks any differently, is deluded. Whether we like it or not, it's heading that way, and it is to do with money. And I think, I think, Q, we chatted with Baz. Remember on our one of the very, very first episodes, and we briefly mentioned about. The, the public investment fund in Saudi and a way of them getting involved. I think you will get the Saudi teams because UEFA, have all, like they've already tried to get in the Champions League through the back door somehow. There's already been discussions around that. And UEFA have said, no, it just can't be done. It's the UEFA Champions League. It's the Europe Champions League. It's not happening. Whereas the Super League will be like, yeah, at the moment, we've got no you know, loyalties to any kind of confederation. Come on. And if they then get on board and they will say, and you know what's going to happen in the background, the Saudis will be back will be back in this. It's an American company, the A22, but you know it'll be the Saudi money somewhere because they'll want their clubs involved to go on that global scale. Um, so, so yeah, um, they will need that. So for me, it is all going to be about the money. Um, and I think that is what we talked about with Baz. Do you remember that conversation with Baz Gear? Yeah, I do. And uh, to be honest with you, I think I might have made reference at the time as well about it becoming like boxing, where you've got multiple boxing governing yeah. bodies. Um, and then. Yeah, you did. And I think that's definitely that way. And that is concerning because the thing is, is that then it's, it's so very difficult to have a meritocracy, which is what it should be. You know, it should be whoever the best team is, is the yeah. team that wins and wins outright. That's why the Champions League currently is such a highly thought of thing because the winner is essentially, all right, they might not be the best team in Europe, but a team that performed to the to maximum in that calendar year. Um, yeah. yeah. This all causes me great concern. As I said, I'm not going to be naive enough to turn around and go, well, if this happens, then I won't watch football again. Because it's not true. I will. As a product, this is this is, this is why it's such a oh, such a um, contentious subject because the product is so good. The product is so good that you could do whatever you like with it, and people will still watch it. I agree, and I I, I agree, and I think that 
if anyone, like I said before, kids themselves otherwise, they've got to open their eyes. This is the way that football is headed one way or another. I think that a new Champions League format was a complete reaction to the Super League from before. Can I ask something of, of you two? Just as, uh, just, I, I don't know whether it's devil's advocate or whether that's the right term. Why is this Super League idea bad? I'm not saying it is. Um, I thought you was going to ask. Yeah, I thought you was going to ask us, do we pee in the night? That's what I was trying to think. Well, you had me worried there. Q. For me, the risk, the, the initial risk was that it would affect the domestic game and it would undervalue the domestic game. But the Super League have made it clear that it'll be one that run, runs alongside. And the only thing that will affect is the UEFA competitions, let's be honest. Um, and like I think Chapo was going to go to further down the line, the potential of having two squads for different yeah. competitions. Were you going that way? I was, yeah. Like, that's the only kind of potential risk. If they grow that Super League huge you will physically need bigger squads or two squads, it's, for instance. It's a but... changing of the guards, isn't it? It's a changing of the guard because ultimately what you have is you have a lot of very, very rich individuals. It'll be come out of the Qatari investment fund, um, the same lot that, that got Man City and everything else. And by the way, the, the Man City, the Manchester City owners out in Qatar have got this, a lot of the teams already ready to go. Like The, the, the infrastructure is in place just for this. I was talking to... Um, somebody uh, recently whose fr- his friend is a coach from Man City out in Qatar, and and their infrastructure is already in place just for this. So so what you're going to see is the Super League will become a global league. You know, it will take a lot of the power away from the uh, away from the original. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Like you know, when I look at when I look at how bent the PGMOL are. You know, when you look at you look at our referees that we have that are moonlighting out in Saudi and and Qatar and places like that in in these in the Middle Eastern places, and then becoming coming back and being referees, yeah, you know, and 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 sort of showing for me showing bias to oil oil owned companies, uh, the football um, team. Sorry, um, you can see like a Super League is going to kind of take control of it, and it is just absolutely. Um, it's just absolutely a change in the, uh, the the order that we've been used to for so long. So the likes of Set Blatter and all those people, they're, they're just they're just gonna they're 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 gonna get the crumbs, you know that that ilk, the FIFA. They just get crumbs from the table. You have the World Cup. We're gonna have the Super League. Super League's gonna be bigger, and they're gonna crush UEFA. That's what they're gonna do. I think it was inevitable when it was announced before, and it went up in flames. They tested the water there. I still think they tested that water. And it was a case of if, it, if people liked it, then great, we got away with it. But it wasn't like it was going to go anywhere. And they've not. They've not gone away anywhere. They've come back a few years later. Don't know. underestimate the power of FIFA and UEFA. And the other thing I would say as well um, <laughs> is... You sound like something of Star Wars. Yeah, don't underestimate the power of the fall. <laughs> yeah, but, wow. but yeah, because, it, but, well, because it's not really that different. It's, at the end of the day... Is it not better the devil you know? Yeah, but... D- d- not always. Because at the end of the day, the, the people that are running this Euro- this idea of this European... Yeah, no, I get modernising European Super League, but these are people that are going to have a shiny face, but really are the worst scumbags compared to the scumbags that act like scumbags, but that's okay because we know they're scumbags. I mean, <laughs> it's a shit deal either way. But at yeah. least one of them isn't it pretending. Is. But, but does that yeah, scumbaggery is is obviously what we're discussing here. What what you what you're saying is what level of crook are we prepared to um, embrace? That's what that's, that's what, what we're saying. Is. Yeah, that's what it is. Which shit sandwich do you like the taste of? The one with the tomato ketchup or the salad cream? Well, yeah, I'm. I'm well, I don't really. At the end of the day, like, well, I think, I think, I think one of the things that's been proven is that fundamentally players managers will go where the money is that's been proven by i think the, oh, the saudi league last summer shit. getting better players players don't give a shit yeah but a lot like I, I think initially when you had some of the players at the end of their career going out to you know china america saudi you can understand that but once the saudi league started getting players in their so-called prime and now they've extended the you know they've extended the foreigners now to be able to have bigger foreigners in their squad that's only going one way. 
So if the players are going to go where the money is, the clubs are going to go where the money is. Let's be honest with it, and it's going to go to. that way. I have and to keep up. I have yeah. to keep up. You can't. You can't. You know the the days of the, the you know the benefactors that would come in and actually you know contracts are such that you know you've got people earning hundreds upon hundreds of thousands of pounds a week tax free. You can't fucking fund that from if you've got sixty thousand people coming in the door. There's only a certain amount that they can bring in. There's only certain. There's only certain amount of half and half scarves that you can actually buy before you know <laughs> suicide rate goes up to to a level that's you know incredible. but you just can't you can't look at it so so they have to look at alternate revenue streams and the alternate revenue streams come from losing uh, taking that from the governing bodies that run things like uh, football but the problem that you have that is my 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 thing of all of this. So if you look at, let's say we take the Super League as the encompassing piece that sits above it, right? And you have the local football associations across all of the countries. And I'll take, or you know, Q, I, I made light of it um, that Anana at over forty goals by this by the season's absolutely terrible. Um, but but the problem that you have is if 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 those governing bodies are then starved of money, right? Obviously minus the backhanders and everything else that they're getting it's the the it's the grass level uh as the grass uh the grass level the, the lower level football that you've got and and the promotion of that is is a bit that will suffer from this yeah because the agents and the, the football piece at the top of that political as part of that umbrella league because you're going to lose it out of um you know your, your grassroots football is, is a term that i'm looking for um but i do think though that your teams in the lower league will Will get more support from this somewhere down the line. Like, you think so? Because people are going to be priced out. I think people are going to be priced out of those top leagues. Well, they're, uh, they're, the clubs. they're we're priced, out, priced out already. Yeah. Well, no, they are. They are already. But I think that's only going to get worse. the The one thing that was interesting. I don't know if you saw this aspect. You probably haven't because you was aware of the new Super League one. The A twenty two, the club who are look or the, the group who are looking to bring in the new Super League are also suggesting that they have their own streaming service to watch every game, which will be free of charge to fans. To start which with. Which is a big, to start big with. thing. To start with, mate. Well, no, they're, they're committing for it to be for free because they're going to make so much money on advertising. They don't need to charge subscriptions because they will charge, because it's a free, their theory is because it's free. There'll be, be some people watch. There'll be something with it. it it'll be, oh, you have a premium a, service, or, or, or you will have, have to buy a certain television, or you will have to be like have to own a certain like Sky Glass kind of yeah, thing. It'll be something. It, yeah. it won't be com- nothing is completely free. Or you'll have to like I don't know, give Rupert Murdoch no. a fucking blow. But this is another reason why I think that, like you said already, some of the people are getting priced out of football as it is already. And I think that's only going to get worse, yeah, the, the, which the, could, that, in theory, benefit all the clubs. Yeah, but yeah, but bomb. That, that that's that's just a joke that we have here in the UK. Like, I can go to the states. I can buy all of my football. Um, it's not, you know, it's not fucking soccer. It's football. All right, I'm just putting it out there to our American listeners. Um, I can go and buy single source, right? And I can get all of them, whether it's Peacock, the Zone, whatever that happens is. Not that I know we use VPNs or anything like that, but I can get every single game, you know, across all of the leagues, doing all sorts of stuff, you know, in in one one area, yeah, in in from one streaming service. Here, I've got to have fucking Sky, TNT. I've got to have Prime, mm-hmm. and whatever else comes out of um, you know, whatever backhand of the these people can kind of get. It's so fucked up, and this is supposedly the home of football. Um, that sits sits within there. So I think that's that's a problem. That that that's an us problem. That's not a them problem, you know. But I, I I'm yeah, not. I think you're right. I, I don't I don't believe that it will be free. It will be free to start with, of course, because you're going to get everybody over watching the Super League. Of course they are. So I've got a great one today. So so I've got Amazon Prime. Right. They turned around and said, we, we we're going to introduce. Uh, we're introducing oh, I've got the same one. Yeah. yeah. TV adverts. And you're thinking, right, well, okay. So said, however, you can pay two ninety nine more for a service that you pay. But look at all the great value that you have. You know, you've got fucking deliveries and God knows what else. And I'm thinking, well, if you're a warehouse, deliveries are part of what you do anyway. So, you know, like being an Amazon Prime, you know, being this Amazon Prime. But uh, this is a trillion dollar fucking organization that's got more money they know what to do. Why would you need any more money? Like, why would this organization need any more money? 
Jeff Bezos, like, you know, the original founder and owner or whatever he was. Because it, they can. Yeah, because exactly. they can. Spotify, I can't remember Spotify put their prices up, but, but so I fucked Spotify off, right? They, they turned around, I saw a figure that the, the other, I can't remember, it was in the hundreds of millions that they're making in profit. Oh, amazing, amazing. El Chapesa has just turned up with an amazing glass of wine. Hey, I'll cheers to that. Hey, thank you very much. Uh, thank you very much. All right, all right. Um, yeah, so she's now invading the podcast. Anyway, um, so so you look at that. You've got all of these streaming services that kind of go on, and 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 they're all making fucking, they're just ridiculous amounts of money. But let's just put it up a pound. Apple's done exactly the same to their, their service. One of the most they've got more money in the bank than than a lot of third world countries put together. Yet they still put everything up by a pound pure greed. So I'm sorry, Super League Super League piece, right, is I get it that to kick off, it's going to be free of charge and they're going to get everybody watching and all of a sudden, as Q said, I'll just have a few quid here. It doesn't matter. It's only a pound a game or whatever it's going to be. It'll creep up, won't it? It'll creep up. Yeah, Yeah. you're right. Yeah. And once they've got you on the hook, that'll be it. Yeah, that'll be it. So, in conclusion, I'm just going to ask you both outright. If you had to choose right now, new Champions League format, Super League format, where'd you go? Super League. Q. Super League for Super League for Chapo. Q. Champions League. Oh, it's one-one. There we go. Uh, I could just sit on that fence now, really. Um, do you know what? I'm genuinely undecided. Genuinely, because I think it's going to, I think it's going the way of the Super League. I do think it's going the way of the Super League, and I don't think the Champions League has helped itself by doing this re- revamped format. Um, so, if I had to go one way or the other, I don't want it to, but I, I, st- I think it's going to go Super League. I think it's going to happen, and I think money will will talk, and I think that's going to be that's going to be it. Um, swiftly segueing because we talked about this for quite a while. Have you, and we're talking about money right now, have you heard the latest from Newcastle United? Some gossip. Have you heard about this? Juicy gossip. No, who are they bringing in on loan now? It's nothing to do with transfers. Q, you must have heard this. So, right, Newcastle, this is this is out there and in the domain, right? It's not just something that I've picked up from some lunatic, uh, although I do follow a lot of lunatics. Um, Newcastle United players have been renting rooms at the Vermont Hotel in the city and having high-end escorts stay with them. The players in question are five in total. Most of them are married and their wives and partners of the club have found out this has had a massive impact on them, hence their dip in form. Apparently, the club have told the players, who are all in the first-team squad, if it is not stopped or resolved, they will be sold over the next two transfer windows, irrelevant of how big they are. Um, and leading on from this, Trippier, Pierre and Trippier, has announced he's getting divorced from his wife, which kind of shines a spotlight on, on that side. Again, uh, I'm not saying it's definitely true, just sharing. Have you not heard this story, basically? That, Mate, this you is apparently you've you heard it. You've heard it. <laughs> I, I heard that one. I heard that one. But then I've, I've had a lot going on personally, as you all know. So no, I haven't come across that one. Uh, so that is heard absolutely. It's, it sounds plausible to me, completely. What do you think about that, Q? Naughty Newcastle. Um, yeah, but it's also the side of football. That, this is so. This is side of media I don't really like. Ultimately, if if they have done that, then all right, whatever. That's you know, humans are fallible. Who knew? Um, but the the club being able to turn around and say you need to sort it out, or we're selling you. I'm not sure how legal that is. It's because the club have such a higher moral stature. The club can sell any player, but well, they so can't sell any for that reason. That's that is um, that's what's that called? Why? Constructive dismissal. 
No, you're not being dismissed. They're being sold. The player doesn't have to accept it. Yeah, the player can turn around and go, no, I don't want to go there. I've got a contract for three or four years or whatever it is. Yeah, if I can have to yeah, go there, I'll stay here. Put yeah, me on a bench. No, okay. but you, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I like I like the high end escorts in this city. You, you, you can't. Yeah, I've got I've got a really cool hotel suite, and you know that, that's it. And you'll still pay me. You you can't you you can sell a player anytime, right? You can sell a player. That's what it, yeah. That's that's part and parcel of it. You know that that, that that's what yeah, you enter into. You, you, you can't make you can't make it as a threat. You can't well, make it a threat, threat because you—I don't know—you're you, not—you're not, you're not um, acting um, <laughs> monogamous. Any player now—that's like, got nothing to do with the club. Yeah, but hang on, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You can sell any player you want. You can just walk in, like like Ateta can walk in and say, "Right, I'm selling Odegaard." Yeah, yeah you know, but or, you can't give you that know, for a reason. Wait, I'm, you know, they can turn around and say, "We're bringing Wayne Rooney back." He's looking for a job at the minute. Um, you know, yeah, you, they, you, they you, can get rid of anyone. But you can't give that as a reason. You can't turn around and say this is the reason. You can just sell them and say nothing, but the, the club can't turn yeah. around and go. But this is the thing we, is, we, we want to get rid of you because of this. The, the thing is, the problem that you have is not the problem that you have with. Well, no, 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 they <laughs> won't. They can, they can they can sell wherever they want. But the pro- the problem with this is, of course, any player that's been sold by Newcastle, and so everybody like. Yeah, you didn't hook exactly. Is that what you That's do? That's going to be yes. Yeah, awful. any player yeah. moving forward, it'll be any player like that. That first team that like it's oh, going to go into the new club. They're going to be like, aye, aye. <laughs> uh, boys, yeah. Yeah, what's the numbers? What's the escalate? But that will be it, though. It's just that they've just kind of tarnished every single player, though, of what you're saying. It's every player they've just tarnished them, which I think is really, really funny. Like I think that's anyone who gets sold by Newcastle in this in this transfer window. That's it. Womanizer, cheater, you're gone. So yeah, that's oh, it. Just, um, it's a story that I picked up that I quite enjoyed. I thought, ah, worth worth mentioning. And that sort of sort of talking about womanizers and, and sort of quite sort of horrible people. Um, and and you know, some people might say it's subject, subjective. You seen that Mason Greenwood um, is a battle to sign him by by is it Madrid or in Barcelona? Oh, uh, looking, yeah, looking apparently. Fight, fight. You know, they're looking to fight him. And I'm just thinking, well, I know some people will say you should be able to give people another chance, or whatever, but. You just don't need that kind of. I don't know. Like we've all heard the tapes, right? And so what was alleged and everything else that kind of goes on. But I've heard the tapes. I've I've seen what what this kid's about. He's a, an immensely gifted football player. There's no two ways about it. But he's a fucking arsehole. And if he did that to my daughter, then then I have to say I would be extremely extremely upset. And I don't think he deserves a place. Like, I don't think he just deserves... People like that don't deserve a place in, in, in our sport. I don't know. It's just me. Maybe I'm just an old bloke with big, amazing breasts. Now they've been augmented. I, I'm, um, I'm with but... you on that. I'm with you on that because a year ago, his career was ended, you know, and obviously I think he hasn't been charged, but like you just said, we've all, we've heard the, 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 the uh, recordings, etc. We, you know, whether he got charged or not, we can all hear the kind of person that he clearly is. Um, yeah, it's a difficult one, um, you know, but um, what can you do? If people want to buy him, people want to throw money at him, what can we do? Literally, what can we do? No, no, and that's, yeah, it's a different league. So it's a different league, different, different, um, yeah, it's just a different, yeah, altogether. Um, yeah. Just, just I, I, I don't want him in the Premier League. I really don't. Um, and I think anybody who takes that that guy on is tainted goods. But it goes back to going back to that Newcastle thing. I think that's hilarious because basically anybody that's getting sold yeah. out of that club, that's what I thought. You're, you're like, yeah, you'll get you'll get in, uh, into it. Plus, that hotel's got quite a good little bit of a uh, bit of free advertising there. So yeah, yeah, I must remember it's the Vermont. Is it the Vermont one? I must write that down. Vermont hotel in the city centre. Yeah, anyone's up in Newcastle yeah. sounds a classy place. Um, we're heading towards the top of the hour. I've got a couple of um, lighter stories um, that I want to discuss. But before I do, has anyone else got anything else they want to really get their teeth into tonight that they want to go over? No, it's, it's not been our normal rant. And I've got, a, like yourself, I've got a couple of stuff on the lighter side of things and some new areas that I'd like to, I'd like us to all show some support on X, firmly, uh, previously Twitter. Okay, would you like to tell us about them before we go on to I'll some I'll let you go first, I'm just trying to find, I'm just trying okay. to find the one that I really wanted to um, 
so there's a story which I think is a bit of a Royal Rovers story that caught my eye over the weekend. Uh, it's not often we go up to the Scottish Championship, but I thought we'd go up to the Scottish Championship this year. And um, yeah. there was a game at the weekend which was Rafe Rovers versus Arbroath. I'm sure you're all aware that that game was going on. Um, you know, I'm sure everyone was eagerly looking at so right to, to put some context before the game, Rafe Rovers were sitting top of the league. Um, 18 games had played. They'd lost only one game the whole season. Arbroath was second from bottom. Um, had basically lost 10 games uh, at the season. So on paper, Rafe were at home. It looked like a pretty much a home banker. Rafe were 2-0 up, okay? But then what do, what do Arbroath do? Arbroath send on a guy called Ali Adams. Now, Ali Adams is actually Arbroath's backup keeper. He's a substitute keeper <laughs> that because they were struggling for numbers, they had to put a normal kit on him and send him on. Now, anyone who hasn't looked at it already, go onto YouTube, put our broth keeper goal or whatever you want to do. He smashed the goal into the off the crossbar from 25 yards, brought it down on his chest, volleyed it in. If you can look it up, just look it up. It's amazing. And he pulled it back to 2-1. And our bro, because of that, ended up coming back and drawing the game 2-2. Now, if that's not Roy the Rovers stuff, I don't know what is. So I just wanted to give our bro, and especially Addy Adams, a bit of a shout-out this week. Um, you've got to look up the goal. Like, any any top striker in any league in anywhere in Europe or the world would be proud of that goal. But it was a sub-keeper. Not even the real keeper. sub real keeper. Not even the first-choice keeper. The sub-keeper. Um, so well done, our growth for that one. Got to look it up. Um, there's also something that I found quite funny here that um, I thought of of all the people, Chapo might appreciate this one a little bit more. Um, so there was a post on a post on um, Twitter by the official Vise, who just put out there quite innocently enough, "What's your worst ever away day story?" You know, fairly innocent. Izzy underscore heart one. Uh, who just goes by the name of Izzy, put, I got shagged at Sheffield Wednesday Toilets by my dad's friend. I was 17 and he was 49. Wow. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> where, do we, where do we take that then? I don't know what team is he supports. He didn't mention Well, you say Sheffield, did you say Sheffield Wednesday Toilets? Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I, saying, I know. I know you're not. I know you're not. I know you're not that old. So, I, I'm, I'm. Well, I'm just going to say it's maybe the second worst thing to happen in Hillsborough. Yes, potentially, <laughs> but it's her worst away day. Not not the Sheffield Wednesday's worst. It was her worst away day. Whatever it is, it's grim. Well, she's, she's she's happy to talk about it now. Don't know how it was. Don't know the context. Don't know who the game was. But anyway, that that was just what I'd give. I'm going to tag Izzy in to see yeah. see what happens. You know why why Fuck not? Fuck Sheffield. Um, Fuck Sheffield. There's also about. been um there's also been at the moment the darts is going on. The darts is going on as we speak. The final, which I've been keeping an eye on. Um, obviously the story of the darts has been around Luke Littler. I don't know if you will be yeah. following this. A 16-year-old who qualified has now made the final. Um, he, does a couple of he does look 35. He does look 35, though. Let's not, fucking, let's not argue with that. He does, he does look 35. But there was a tweet from Paddy Power, our old friends at Paddy Power. We keep love shouting you, Paddy. Give us some sponsorship for 24. Come on, give, share the love. So Paddy Come Power on. put out... Pad, yeah, why not? Paddy Power put out Luke Littler is in, this is in the we got to the quarterfinals. So Luke Littler is in the quarterfinal of the World Darts Championship at the age of 16. When I was 16, my best achievement was finding a porno mag in the bushes near my school, which I thought again, Paddy Power, they, 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 say, they say it how it is. They say it is. They do. They don't, don't put their punches. But I've, I've exactly. got a new one for you, mate. I've got one more Luke Littler one, if I may. One more oh, go, 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 go. He's an Arsenal fan, so by the way. Was all... Well, you say that, but he visited Tottenham this week. Like, are you actually sure? Because he was in... Somebody, he went no, no, in look, and... look, when you need to have a shit, you need to have a shit, mate. And and not, no better place than that stadium. 
So he's been he, he went into James Madison's box at Spurs when they played at home last game. So I'm not sure what's going on there. Can't neither confirm or deny. If he is an Arsenal fan, what's he doing in a Spurs box? Not too sure. Anyway, so it was a comment on Twitter again from someone called at Josh Pearson 180 who put it's all right for Madison, but <laughs> just it's all right for Madison. But Adam Johnson spending time with a 16-year-old and ends up getting sent down for six years. Where's the justice? Fuck it now. Like, <laughs> I mean, the guy's got a point. Rig on dark. Rig on dark. Let's come back. Let's come back. I've got a new. So I've oh, got a new. Um, I've got a new a new team that I'm following. I've got a new team that I'm oh, following. Oh, go on. I'm really excited. Because it has been mentioned, there's a little bit too much Arsenal going on. I'm not going to say who. I'm Andy, not going to point the finger Andy at Andy Holt United. Um, right. So, no, it's called Haybridge Gardens FC. Right. Haybridge oh, Gardens. I like it already. Uh, all, all I can say is you've got to fucking look at Haybridge Gardens FC. So, I'm going to read you one of their tweets. I'm going to read you one of their tweets. Football is tough. And it can ask a lot of you. Uh, uh, it can ask of you a lot of difficult questions. Questions like, how much do you want to win? Are you brave enough? Are you prepared to put your body on the line? And why, when you're two new up, did you decide to punch the ref? <laughs> <laughs> Another tweet that went out from the nose. This is one I really, really like. I'm going to leave you at the top of the hour with this very one. Never nice seeing an ambulance. Opposition player hurt after a four-footed tackle from Paul and Barry. In their defence, he did have a top knot. <laughs> Oh, I love it. What's the call again? What are they called? It's called right Haybridge Gardens FC. Haybridge Gardens. Anyone that's got gardens in their name is is good by me. Uh, yeah. they, they, I think we need to arrange a friendly, if we can, through the wonder of football renter. Haybridge Gardens versus Dunny Pace. I think that yeah, could be a, yeah. a, a feisty game, I, I, that one. I am, I am, um, uh, I am of the uh, opinion that this is actually a bit of a fake account, but I would love to get them in. Um this <laughs> is another one he says um, um so i'm shocked in a pool to learn about the cannabis farm in the clubhouse roof i really had no idea i've been buying my bongo from johnny which i thought was was really funny then the, the, gone um, yeah, and 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 there's uh, there, there was there was one about the the black arms, but I'll, I'll get that for next week um, in there. But cool. but yeah, absolutely fucking hilarious. So whoever it is that runs Haybridge Gardens FC, big 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 shout out to you guys uh, because I have been absolutely wetting myself laughing um, from what has been a very very busy week for me. I have to say, well done, Haybridge Gardens. I hope you're real, and I hope you're a real team. And I'm definitely going to be following this account. And if they're not too far away, I might actually, even go and watch a game. Actually, actually, there is one that I've just got to say. Right, it's the last one. I promise you. Unfortunately, today today's game against all, uh, Allerton has now been cancelled. No one's prepared to deal with the used condom hanging from the crossbar. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> I've changed my mind. I don't want to go and watch a game. <laughs> At that point, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave it right there. But that is absolutely Haybridge Gardens FC. Absolutely fucking made me laugh. Oh, so listen, gentlemen, we are at the top of the hour. We are about to wrap up, but I want to leave us on a good news story. Okay, I like to. We like the funny stuff, but I like the good news. Sure. Now, something caught my eye over the Christmas period, and it's some something that we've probably not been the kindest to um, over the you know, the, the past few shows and whether that's right or wrong, um, it's going back down the football only fans route. And I know we're going to talk about this more in another show, but do you remember our um, Aston Villa fan, Alexia Grace? I'm sure you do, Q. So bless Alexia her. Grace, bless you know, bless her. We've, we've not probably been that kind to her in the past, um, but yeah, no. I've changed my views on her because over Christmas time, she tweeted out uh, the following. As Christmas is around the corner, I feel fortunate enough to share a bit of what I have. I'm giving £200 each to three single mothers to help with their Christmas shopping for the kids. If you're in need or know a deserving mum, please DM me. I, a like and a retweet would be great to spread the word. I'll be picking three people randomly. 
and she did. I followed the tweet, and the people who she gave the money to said thank you, and she ended up giving it to more than three people in the end. So I want to give a massive shout-out to Alexia Grace. Um, I think that's incredible uh, what she's done there. Through No, she didn't have to do it. Um, yeah, Alexia, well done. Well done to that. So uh, it's the kind of stuff I that like is, to see. Yeah. Let's let's tag her and tell her well done. We're really proud of her. And actually, look, take, taking a re, you know, we, we've been having a long, long, long debate about this, and we will do a show on it. Contrary to um, what everybody's been saying, but we do show show on it in, in and around this. That is really nice. That's a really nice thing to do in a yeah. very, very difficult time for everybody. It is, um, and like like Chapo just mentioned, it is something we want to we have talked about off air, and it is something we want to talk about in a little bit more detail. We've got a couple of guests hopefully going to join us, and we are going to talk around around the football fans out there, around the football only fans, and and how that affects the rest of the society and the rest of fans. So we'll we'll save that for another way, another day, I should say. Yeah. I've had too much Merlot. I think. So. Um, anyway, it's great to be back, gentlemen. It's great to get the first show out of the way of twenty twenty four. I know we've got a lot yeah. of plans for this year. Um, we want to grow the podcast. We want to grow the following. So um, if you are a fan of the show, if you are liking it, please do do like, share, subscribe. Tell your friends. Tell the people you hate. Uh, get involved. You know, we love hearing your comments. We love interacting. I've had some really good chats this week via DMs, via, um, via TikTok and but by our ex especially. So if you do want to reach out, you just need to look at either, you know, you can look for A-Bomb, look for Dr. Kiro Chapo, or you can just look for Football Ranter uh, on any of the channels. Um, and we'd love to hear from you. and We'd love to get you involved and get oh, your points. Um, for sure. And if you're from Sheffield, get fucked. I'm not interested. Listen, I thought we could probably draw a line under Sheffield, leave that in 2023 and start fresh. But no, it's not going to happen. Is it? No. I'm leaving it there. No, seriously, to all of our to all of our friends, everybody that's reached out, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Um, and and look, just send me the abuse. Come on, abuse me. Come and find me on 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 X, El Chapo. I'm there. I'm ready for the abuse. Take it. I'll take it and I'll take it hard. And on that note, Doctor Q, anything you want to leave us with? No, I think uh, El Chapo taking it hard is about as as far as this show could go. Yeah. Yeah, it's not the way I thought the show would end. Um, oh, it's exactly but, how um, I thought this show any, would end. Anything else you want to add? No. Yeah, probably. Sarah, I thought certain things would end. Maybe not this show. I thought we'd try and keep it light, but there you go. Anyway, happy everyone, thank you. No, ha- happy New, happy new happy Year. Happy New, new Year, everyone. everyone. Take it easy, people. We'll catch you next week. Zala. Lots of love. In our world today, you can have your say of pretty much anything. We all got the right to say what shite at any time. We will read reviews, bad attitudes, complaints for you. Whether it's that or this, ignorance ain't bliss, we will make sure we tell you what boils our pig.